0: Warning, the following episode contains themes of mental illness and imprisonment. Listener discretion is advised. Hello, and welcome back to the Galdercast. Music in today's episode comes courtesy of Kevin McLeod of Incompetech.com and Darren Curtis at DarrenCurtisMusic.com, licensed under Creative Commons Attribution Licenses 3.0 and 4.0 respectively. Additional music comes from Arcane Anthems. You can support them at Patreon.com slash ArcaneAnthems. If you want to help support this podcast, you can do so by heading over to Galdercast.creator spring.com and checking out our show merch. Now, on to today's episode of Galdercast. Uh, um,
1: Sigmund has the linguist feet, so he wants to yucky. take a crack at that cipher.
2: Can you gonna- not do that when we're in safety? <clears throat> so, copying yeah, the conversation
0: mouth. for anyone who thought I was reading that way too fast, you can read that in detail. Um, and no, I was not ignoring or, or could not hear, I was trying to get through this. And yes, I know you have the linguist feed. I have to read that uh, real quick because these are particular. <clears throat> read on this.
3: It's us. Motherfucker so you you can palms. create
0: written ciphers. Um, exceed intelligence check, or they use. You can create ciphers. Oh, okay. Kev, when did you
4: take a? what did you take a feat instead of a uh, computer, character creation? The, uh...
0: Character creation. He's human variant. Oh, okay. <clears throat> uh, yeah. This is you can create codes others can't uh, undo, but given that you can create them, I will maybe lower the DC. <clears throat> Okay. Close the letters, but it will still take time to crack the cipher and translate gotcha. everything. So this is everything you have now. And just going to remind you, you do have 200 gold and 20 platinum uh, in you your possession.
4: It was 22 platinum, I think.
0: 20 platinum. It was tw- 200 20. gold and 20 platinum.
4: Cool. Yes, I have written that down in my character sheet. <laughs> Among Has other it
0: things. Been- and divvy? that is everything within the uh, the office.
4: You will divvy it later. Mm-hmm. Um okay, 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 okay. Um
2: Can I flip through the, the journal
0: real quick? Just what's this? Uh again, the journal's all written in a coded shorthand.
2: Oh yeah, yeah. Ah, oh, I can't read shit. Alright.
4: <laughs> uh have we explored the entire sanatorium?
0: Uh, the entire two top levels. Yes, there's still a home. basement. <laughs> let's go to the
2: basement. Nope, let's go home.
5: Uh, let's go big home. evil down there. To the basement. Mm, it's spooky evil energy down there. Yes. Good. <laughs> Bad vibes. We can slay <laughs> it. I checked the vibe. Bad vibe. <laughs> Bad vibe.
2: It did not pass the vibe check. Made me almost throw up vibes.
0: Oof. Okay, so you guys walk back through the <clears throat> the upper floor of the sanatorium Um, very happy to be away from the rather traumatizing triggering uh, and PTSD inducing area um, and you start heading down the
4: wait a minute Zizix was in the mirror wasn't he
0: indeed he was yes. he was the one also so helping his old yeah
4: various has been sending him souls despite him being in the mirror
0: Yep. that was the con that's what the contract stipulates
4: yes but normally for a contract to be fulfilled the person that the person has to be able to receive them
0: who knows you're, know you're uncertain if works. it's been working or if he's even been doing it it's <clears throat> you're you're gonna have to figure that out somehow it's up to your own intuition right now um, mm. as you come I'm back in. down to the uh, Slightly more lavishly decorated and now clearly facade main floor, you begin to head down the spiral staircase into the basement. However, you come across a bit of a roadblock. After about, I don't know if I would say five feet, maybe ten feet down, you find that the basement has been flooded. Mm. As you are walking on the stairs, you are met with extraordinarily dark water. Mm. What would you like to do?
2: Oh no! A minor inconvenience. Let's go home.
4: <laughs> <laughs> uh, we throw we throw crisis into the water. Ah!
2: <laughs> no. <I> no. <don't laughs> Not actually. Not actually. <laughs> Do we have uh, water breathing?
0: One person does.
2: Oh. Uh,
0: yeah, I mean, you guys can also hold your breath for quite an amount of time, uh, given five E ruling. It's true. Like it, well, it was. I always forget light, the fucking. Though. I always forget the goddamn. Um, how like holding breath? Like yeah, so minutes equal to con mod plus one or something. <clears throat> Yep, number of minutes equal to one plus constitution modifier. So most of you can be underwater for quite some time. Mm Mm-hmm. Most of you, I think. I think only Morgan isn't like super well adapted. (laughs) Yeah, Morgan's got two minutes.
5: (laughs) Oh, that's rough.
0: Um, Panic is just indefinite because panic has uh, water breathing. Wow. Everyone else, I think, at (laughs) least has a couple of minutes. Uh, So what do you want to do? Do you want to... You wanna try uh, diving down?
2: Mm-hmm. Oh, please don't <laughs> we, we might find like an air pocket down there, but uh, it's dark and spooky.
5: <laughs> Do not I like know. I don't know Zero if I was going to say, I don't know if we have much choice, but I heard, I didn't even have to say it and I already heard um, Crisis in the back of my head going, or we can go home. Or we can go home. <laughs> <laughs>
2: um, if we're going to go down there, we're going to need light. So, we need a magic light person. I look at Sigmund. Rock.
0: <laughs> Sigmund rock. Morgan. <laughs> Big rock! Rock. I don't know if Morgan has light spells, actually.
2: I have no idea.
0: I just
1: pull out the lock that the rock I have that already has a light.
2: Okay. Rock light. You do have light. Um,
0: given the uh, properties of water, you can't see into the water as you create a light as it reflects the light off the surface of the water. <laughs> yeah,
2: it's once we're
0: going. in. Okay. Yeah. Um... Morgan is on mute right now, so I don't know if she's been saying anything.
2: I think she went on BRB.
0: Oh, did she? Oh, yeah, she did. Okay. <clears throat> so y'all are diving down?
2: Uh, I guess.
0: Okay. So as you dive Let's down go. into the water, um, the stone Not light the um, illuminating your way, you have to swim down about another... 10-15 feet just of the cheap, spiraling okay. staircase until yep, you arrive into the next area now you couldn't tell this in the stairway because you couldn't actually see that far but the light from the stone doesn't go as far as it usually does what usually casts hmm. about 30 feet of bright light is halted maybe 15 feet out
5: I don't like those, I don't with,
0: like those with dark vision it's also have You can hardly see far out. Mm,
2: I don't the, like that the
0: scene. darkness within the water. Seems to be semi magical and halting what you can see.
2: It And eventually,
0: you come out of the spiral staircase into what you can only assume to be a large underwater room. The floor oh. here is uh part stone, part rough cobble, uh, like paving stones. Clearly basement. Um, You can just vaguely see, I mean, those with dark vision, uh, what seem to be counters, cooking utensils, old pots, and what maybe is an oven. I'll reveal maybe this much of the room because of dark vision. But past that, this um, relatively empty room you can't see further out unless you decide to investigate further in. Mm.
2: We, we gotta find the air pocket. So, yeah.
0: Okay, you're gonna go further in. I guess... <coughs> So, again, your movement is halved while you are underwater. Um, unless someone miraculously has a swim speed. And walking around with Nine um, dark vision and the crystal, you explore the perimeter of this particular room. And yes, you are inside what was once the kitchen for the Clearwater Sanatorium. Um, large, large room but clearly in disuse. You can see there's still now waterlogged food down here. Hmm. Um, Ignore the fact Gross. that there's a bunch of fire in Candle. <laughs> it's not actually going. Um, old cauldrons and pots just lying you know vacant. Uh, unused here. Um. Hmm. Open larders, stoves, counters, everything that a kitchen would have. However, at the far end of the room opposite to the stairs is a large set of double doors with barred windows similar to those on the second story of the asylum, or the sanatorium. Hmm. Beyond which, you can just barely vaguely see a hallway going into darkness. Yep. Yep. You cannot see further past that, unless you open the doors. Mm. And you have not found an air pocket down here.
2: Oh no! no. Uh, maybe, maybe inside the hearth, hearth,
5: whatever it's called—the
0: the fireplace oven. Yeah. No, you check it, and there's nothing. It's it lasting. is fully flooded.
2: Guess we'll have to go down the hallway.
0: Uh, you're maybe about half your air now.
2: Mm, yeah, nope, nope, nope. I'm out of here. Nope, nope, nope. Hey, we might want to go up, go
5: find some water <laughs> breathing thing for you guys, and then come back.
2: Yeah, maybe Sebastian! <laughs> Which, yes, Look you do that. remember
0: Sebastian had water breathing potions.
2: Wow! <laughs> I don't want to. This mama's salty. This mama's salty.
0: (laughs) So uh Morgan actually would have had to if Morgan dove down into the water, uh would have had to leave (laughs) a lot quicker than everyone else. Mm -hmm. But uh yeah. You found the submerged kitchen and hallway leading into darkness.
2: Absolutely no thanks. Get out Which of here. Let's again, go home. Uh,
0: Morgan? I don't know how much you heard of that, but uh, the darkness in the water seems to be halting light and dark vision. I see. Um, all dark vision and light is halved.
3: Okay.
2: Does anyone have dispel magic? I. Sadie. I'm checking.
5: Mm-hmm. Yes, oh.
0: no. Also, as oh. uh, panic goes into the water, you feel the desecration and corruption.
2: Mm. On your skin. You
0: like, feel it, it. it just oh. feels oh. corrupted. Not even with divine sense. It just feels corrupted as you enter it.
5: No bueno down here. No bueno. <sighs> no
2: good. Uh uh-uh. uh. Gross. Okay. Let's. How about we go home? <laughs> Let's okay. just go home.
5: Let's, yeah, you can't really go any further. You're gonna drown, and that would not be bueno. Yeah.
1: Let's go back just... and and get some air.
5: Mm-hmm.
0: I mean, <laughs> to have this conversation, you have to go out.
2: <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah we're, we're, yeah. we're gonna do that. Go I have out. this. Time. Um, is go this back. the basement? That yeah.
5: was
0: the basement. Okay.
5: Go get some potions and then come back. And
0: um, yes, having seen this, you do remember one of the myths, urban legends around the Clearwater Sanatorium was that the basement was flooded to essentially quarantine some horrific things that went on down there. Oh,
5: great. Oh, so I have great.
0: three minutes of air
1: that I could use to get down here. And how long mm-hmm. have we been down here?
5: I mean, Two you minutes. guys
1: already had
0: to go down and back up. Okay. Is to go down to search through this room and get to the doors you pretty much use up half of your air so you would have to go back up before you start drowning yeah <clears throat> So you have already exited the submerged uh, kitchen part
2: of the basement mm-mm well about how long have we been in here now
0: in the sanatorium itself? Yeah. I'll say you've probably taken about an hour and a half.
2: Okay.
0: Um. Talk amongst yourselves what you want to do. I'm just going to go pee real quick.
1: I would like us to go back to... Well, like, part of the us to go to uh, a base camp of sorts so that we can start figuring out the cipher, and the other part to maybe go find some potions, because clearly we have to check out whatever's down
2: yeah well I wanted to go to Sebastian's in the first place
4: but Um, no counterpoint point of order whatever you want to call it Uh, we found Averius Ibn's I mean I think we can now infer Averius Ibn's communication device his desk found out this is his property Mm -hmm. do we really want to spend more time here than we absolutely need to in case Papa
1: comes home Uh, personally i would like the fact that he that he what that he comes home it would give us an opportunity to uh,
2: fight yeah that'd be nice give us an
1: opportunity to take care of
4: him i'm not confident we can take him down as easily as you seem to think we can
5: don't think we want to try to take anything in the basement as of yet um that sounds like it's going to be a terrible idea for us
2: I
4: just that um, was being deferential to him.
2: Yeah, he was like no thanks at first. Hmm. Spooky.
1: Is that deferential because of power or is it just deferential because of deferential resources? Because they it, it,
4: I think we've noticed that they cared, that they often they often add up to being one and the same. I mean, my aunt by herself was a nothing, but her resources made her extremely powerful. Made it Politically powerful. and socially, yes, but not arcane. I, 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 I would like to point out that I nearly died multiple times. Not your room. aunt. Not directly, but exactly. Of and we've already seen him chastise, send away whatever the hell it was. All of those ghostly figures
2: because he probably controls them
4: agreed doesn't make him less powerful that makes him more powerful
2: i think whatever's in the basement is under his control or is what gives him power
1: i think if we mess with whatever's in the basement exactly to interrupt his power which is why we need to come back here and yeah i agree with you
2: i don't want to come back but i agree
1: I mean I may have misinter- I may
4: have, I may have misunderstood what you were saying but I was under the impression you wanted to stay in this building to decipher the the, the cipher.
2: Absolutely no, not. Let's get back the to a fuck
1: base out of camp. here. I said that I said that quite clearly. Yes. I will no, <laughs> so I, I, find I, a base I,
4: camp and decipher this journal. I thought you meant to establish a base camp in the building. Not no. Absolutely
5: no. not.
4: No, not no, 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 part.
5: No, no. Um very brained
4: then Forget anything. We are. That
0: anything. Uh, we already- <laughs> um. All right. So you guys, head your way back to. I'm assuming the Gleaming Temple.
2: Sure. Yes. Okay. Because that's where we stayed last time, right? <laughs> yeah.
0: That's that's pretty much okay. your your uh, abode because you can oh, be okay. hidden away in the secret sub basement. We'll um,
2: secret basement. Oh, that's a good idea. Secret or basement. <laughs>
0: Uh, if you'd like to talk to Helen, you are very welcome to. Welcome. Um, but you, you know. <laughs> I just love the no, 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 <laughs> no. Um, <laughs> so you head back to the gleaming temple. <clears throat> I mean, you don't have to go into the sub-basement right away. You can chill on the first floor if you want. It's all up to you. It's not like the, <laughs> the sub-basement uh, is uh, extraordinarily furnished. Like be honest I would like
1: to uh, I would like to go to a like private room
0: somewhere <laughs> there's not really outside. any that's why you're in the sub basement it's there's there's <sighs> three rooms Hyln's Dalves and the other mysterious uh, yet to be seen uh, person inside the gleaming temple this is the inn we're at right no this is the gleaming temple this is the church to uh, the goddess of magic oh. where you guys were staying
1: <laughs> oh yes. uh no. Sigmund's gonna go find like an
0: inn. Okay. I mean, you can go back to uh, do 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 on the map real quick. Back to where's the inn you're staying at? The Brazier Chamber. Uh, uh the, the inn you stayed chamber. out your your first your first night. Here. Yeah, our first night. We're gonna uh, go back there,
1: and I'm gonna get my room.
0: Okay, I mean, you can you can definitely do that. I believe Morgan wishes to be at the Gleaming Temple because it's more hidden. Correct. And politically safe. Yeah.
2: Uh,
0: there are also uh, grand libraries within the, or at least a grand library within the Cathedral of Cinder, and what seems to be a, a fairly sizable archive within the Lunar Observatory, as Hiln has described. If you wish to go to a library...
2: Hmm. A library would be
0: good.
2: Yeah, knowing Morgan, she'll definitely want to go to a library. Fucking like nerd. Um, is Morgan?
0: Okay, Morgan. <laughs> yeah, on study right, rooms again. in the library? Uh, who knows? You'd have to go I there to find go out. go to the
1: library. Okay. <laughs> if there's study rooms, we'll go to the library.
0: Okay, let's go to the library. Uh, which one would you like to go to? Uh, Cathedral of Cinder or Lunar Observatory?
2: Lunar! It Sounds cooler. <laughs> uh,
0: which one is church? Both. Oh, lunar. Uh, so the Cathedral of Cinder is the grand cathedral, Gothic cathedral, uh, that has the massive burning brazier atop it, uh, to the god of fire. Uh, yeah. To to which the city is named after. The lunar observatory as you can guess, is the uh, temple church uh, desi- uh, dedicated to the goddess of the moon. <clears throat> I'm not saying names just because I don't trust Wizards of the Coast to not hit me with something for saying one of the gods' names. <clears throat> um, so that one is towards her. It's a slightly smaller one, but it still has a fair... Amount of, uh, it's still got a pretty decent library from what Hillen has said, and then lastly, you obviously have the gleaming temple, the kaleidoscopic uh, stained glass window imbued uh, temple to the goddess of magic.
1: Okay, um, I guess the Lunar Observatory then.
0: Okay. Mm-hmm. <coughs> so, um, we'll, we'll say casting aside Morrigan's wishes to go into this particular area of the city for now, um, we'll see what she wants to do <laughs> in this scenario when she's back. Uh, you head over for the first time since you've entered Kosra to the Sky Quarter. So you can see why it's called such. There's actually a small cliff that kind of separates the two, and you have to go up the side street to go around. And you can see these buildings are much more, shall we say, lavish, a little more spaced out than the rest of the city you've seen. They're not as they're built closely, packed together, one on top of the other. Almost like walkways going between certain buildings and across streets. Um, these are a lot more beautiful Gothic architecture. You see a number of mansions here, as a lot of the nobles live around here. Uh, there's a lot more larger buildings because there's governmental stuff. Um, <clears throat> and to get to the Lunar Observatory, you do have to pass near the Cathedral of Cinder and near... Um, what did I call it again? Fire's Promenade. This large, almost Vatican-esque open ground in front of the cathedral. Um, second, I have to go to my notes. <laughs> um, as you pass by, uh, roll everyone, roll perception. Well, who's going to the lunar observatory?
1: Suppose I'll go. <clears throat> Why are you
0: not doing the thing, Willie? I Chris see is. not much. 15's decent. Panic and nineteen. Love Morgan's probably going to be solo. I <laughs> don't think she's going to want to go to the sky corridor. There we go. Fucking natural 24-24. Wow. Okay. Um. So... Does 24 do anything? Pretty much except no one, uh, only Crisis doesn't really notice this, but as you pass close to or close border around proximity of the Fires Promenade in front of the Cathedral of Cinder, you can hear almost like a sermon going underway in public. Um... <clears throat> you can hear what sounds to be a cleric um putting out this this grand what almost sounds like a spell, but doesn't have like this usual arcane uh evocations that would come with one. Just non-stop. And with the 19 on panic and the 24 on Sigmund, this is definitely like some sort of intended prayer against undead. Uh-oh. That there's just a priest spewing out it like full volume nonstop. He's
4: just he really just out there going like
0: oh 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 yeah the Uh-oh. halo theme. Um I'd almost call it more evangelical, uh you know, first Baptist church. Yeah, I'm not sort I'm not of sermon. Truth. Yeah, no, no. Yeah, no I, um, I, it's it's like be gone, about. undead. Not do, not, uh, do not uh do not touch the city. Blah blah blah. blah, blah. <laughs> Whatever. It's it's just this huge. I could just quote prayer like a, like, oh, that's ser- made to sound like some sort of divine spell. Um, okay. and like you you feel the power of the Lord. At, since do this is pretty much an money. open area, yeah, th- this pretty much open area. You can actually see the priest is like. Looks like they're doing magical signs, but Sigmund, being a spellcaster, realizes this is all boo-y. Like He's not casting a spell; it's just pretending to sound like one. It's—it's—it's <clears throat> it's, it's an empty blessing.
1: This guy's doing nothing. Mm-hmm. I mean, yeah, he's
4: probably working for Davyrs on some level.
1: Well, if I was Zephyrius and I was getting this guy to do a faux prayer, I would at least have the sense to, like,
0: make it, you know, do something. But here's the other thing. You actually see a crowd in front of this guy. And they are soaking up every word. They are believing that this is going to protect them. I, I just
4: lean into Sigmund's ear and I go,
0: think about how dumb
4: the dumbest person is, you know compared to you. And remember, most of them are close, most people in the world are closer to that person than to you. Eh. <clears throat> people as a collective are insanely stupid. Oh, I'm well aware. As the individual person may be rational, may realize this is who we but realistically, how many how many people are there in this town, do you think, are divine casters? Or arcane casters, for that matter. Not a lot. Yeah, And how many of those do you think are anywhere near as good as you are?
1: No one's as good as I am.
4: Okay, dial back the ego a little bit. I've met a few, <laughs> but, uh... My point is, in this town, there are Perhaps two or three, and one of them is Averius?
1: But that's not what I'm saying. Averius could have given this guy, a, or at least found himself somebody to cast a spell, and just made it sound like a prayer. But he he doesn't want
4: the spell cast. If he's gaining these, if he's gaining his souls for Zizix. By through the people that get killed by these by his ghostly horde or whatever it is, then why would he want a spell of protection to actually be cast?
1: No, but that's what I'm saying.
4: Like, are you talking it's about somebody- prof- are you talking about professional pride, like like craftsmanship? Because that I would understand.
1: I know he doesn't want a spell of protection cast, but at least have somebody who can actually, you know, lay the enchantment of your. Death into the city already, but make it sound like a prayer
3: so So your flaw is that his plan isn't good enough I think that, that that's what you're upset
4: about that he's yes good, that he's not good enough at laying waste. <laughs>
0: I'm frankly a little bit insulted <laughs> Sigmund's like you did not properly um, <laughs> uh, oh, what's and the when word? we
1: beat him and when we throw him <laughs> to the ground I am going to sit there and I'm going to point out the flaws in his plan
0: you did not optimize your evil plan <laughs> shame on you evil doer so you should have done it It's, it's just like
4: as he's lying there bleeding to death if there were a next time this is how you would do it
0: oh my god it's just straight up hunter hunter fucking shizuku versus the spider you know you could have done this to win right and Then leave as they're dying
3: uh,
0: anyway um, so you head on over <coughs> so you pass this extraordinary farce um, towards the uh, Lunar Observatory. Um, and again, you see... You, you get a closer look at the uh, Cathedral Center, and it's like... Paris, Notre Dame, Cathedral-esque, Gothic architecture, scale It's amazing. <laughs> um, and you head over to the Lunar Observatory, and you can see why it's named such. It is this... Like, decently sized... Between church and cathedral, with a large domed roof towards the back end, but it is clearly created to be this amazing observatory. There's even like a, a lensed apparatus—I won't say a telescope, but a lensed apparatus—built um, into the dome that can like move around within it to view the stars. Um, this building is a lot uh, darker built. Very similar to the Gleaming Temple, but without as many windows. <coughs> Entering within, much larger, um, not on the scale that you've seen within, um, like the Temple to the Sun in Amanos, or uh, the Church of Rebirth within uh, Lathan, but it's still like it's sizable. It has it has an openness to it that the small Gleaming Temple does not have. But you can see that the entire ceiling in uh, undisclosed wizard fictional work uh, in in is just a night sky. Or at least the sky as it would be if the sun was not there right now. You can see the constellations that would be visible at this time of day right now. Or where you are positioned and those with a high enough passive perception can just see them shifting ever so slightly, and like, the stars kind of twinkle just a little bit. Beautiful. The inside is actually fairly dark, but despite the darkness, you can see perfectly fine. It's just like this entire building is designed to look like it's nighttime inside. Um, You can see a couple of uh, individuals that clearly work here or live here, whatever, dedicated here. Going about their business, cleaning pews, sweeping up, uh, doing chores, whatever. And you can see to one side uh, are a set of stairs leading up to what is a library on a second balcony floor. <clears throat> that kind of goes off into wings further uh, on the sides of the uh, the observatory. And you can see also above you is the large dome And the floor beneath it, on the second floor, uh, that is the observatory, and it's even more astounding inside. It's this floating apparatus of individual lenses that uh, turn and twist and shift in relation to each other magically to see into the sky. Um, You head up into the library, what do you want to do? Did we just have our Artificer go on BRB? No.
1: No. Um. I want to find somebody who can direct me to maybe a study room. Sort of like you know the the rooms uh, that I don't have it in the library. They're like closed off.
0: Smell heavily of sweat. Faintly of alcohol. A little bit, yeah. (laughs) Um.
1: But somewhere where we can, like, study in
0: private. <clears throat> it's Abbott. I feel like it's more weed than alcohol, but... Uh, anyway. Uh, yeah, you find, um... Like, human... Uh, woman, maybe in her late 20s. <clears throat> wearing the... vestments attire of the goddess of the moon. She, you know, escorts you up to the second floor to the library and giving you a bit of a half tour, you know, like, oh, this is this section that's, you know, dedicated to like some of the history of the city. This one's uh, dedicated to this. This one's, uh, you know, political books uh, over there's children's fiction <laughs> um, and eventually brings you to, you know, there's the, the, like individual rooms uh, that are are doored in you can bring books in if you need help just go find one of the other archivists uh, such as herself that kind of wander the second floor and around the church as you need and you are given a room to yourself
1: i'm gonna sit down and i'm gonna start working on this cipher
0: okay roll me an intelligence check (laughs)
5: <laughs> that's sad that's, that's
0: really sad and even with the reduced dc it doesn't work. um, um can so I, you, can i try to assist? <clears throat> sure also roll an intelligence check
4: yeah
5: that oh jeez
4: um i i think i think that a is supposed to be a 12
1: no, clearly A is supposed to be a thirteen. Ah, oh, shit.
5: What? <laughs> Panic's not in Um, I'll
4: uh, I'll go around. I'll go talk to one of the archivists and see if I can, uh, see if they can direct me to some books on ciphers
0: for sure. reference. Um, <coughs> you find another person. You don't find the same uh, young woman. This was uh. One of the first dwarves you encounter, actually, we'll say. <laughs> I haven't brought a dwarf into this uh, yet, yeah. or at least in a while. Uh, yeah,
4: I think you did at one point, but it's been a yeah, long time. Yeah!
0: Uh, the, 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 no, the dwarf, the, the, the dwarven woman who ran, who runs the brazier chamber. Uh, you find another dwarf, um, older gentleman probably in his uh, early hundreds. Nice braided beard with a large symbol of the moon goddess, like braided in as a beard ring. Uh yes, what you're going to want to do is uh, go left at the uh the works for infernal history, go straight ahead towards uh the uh, the romance novels and right in the back corner uh, next to the large spider web there are some books on ciphers. You head on over there and it's like a half bookshelf with a couple books on on cipher development, uh, certain cipher types, and uh, what dude named William Cipher, <coughs> who had who was a conspiracy theorist about um, interplanar invasion.
4: Oh, uh, <laughs> that actually sounds <laughs> useful. Surprisingly,
0: I'm spoofing Gravity Falls.
2: <laughs> I figured. <laughs>
0: um so you you grab a couple of the books and head back over to the to the room um this you you have taken at least two hours uh to fail at deciphering this
4: so far i i, I, uh, I put the i set the books down next to uh next to sigmund and i get started reading on the one about william cipher
1: because coincidences <laughs> I right. pull up one of the cipher books and i start looking at it
0: roll your intelligence check. The DC has gone up by one, so you're now, you no longer have the reduced DC. No! Because you have failed, so now you're trying to undo your path of thinking. Can
1: I, uh, make an investigation check?
0: No, this is pure intelligence. This is you trying to figure it out. You're not looking for something. Damn it. That is investigation. No. Oh my god. This is eluding you, and it would seem that whatever cypheric shorthand you are trying to decipher has been so uniquely designed and crafted that even with the help of other cyphers, it's almost like they're hindering you further. That trying to implicate these ones is further jumbling whatever's written here. <clears throat> um. uh, role investigation for the book by William Cypher. <laughs> i like reading <laughs> so you know the this is, the the I'm this, preachers this very interesting biography so you know the preachers in uh monty python's life of brian that are just giving doomsday speeches yeah think that like how silly those are and how just wild they are but put that to the other planes invading Um, and yeah, it's basically that it's, it's, it has some foundation in the the world history where the planes do bleed into the material plane being, you know, the core, the center of the, the interplanar wheel. However, it's so wild in its conjecture that it sounds silly. Like this man, something like the, the
4: good and true, uh, Something he's straight
0: of, up just implying weird mageddon that like when this happens everything's gonna go wrong up is gonna be down left is gonna be right cats are gonna be dogs uh venkman's entire <laughs> spiel I mean, from ghostbusters
4: say, um you say life of brian i'm hearing good omens that's all i'm saying uh,
0: no good omens would make more <laughs> sense good omens would make more sense as to what actually happens as where this is straight up weird Mageddon Gravity Falls, Life of Brian Preacher-esque, um, like, doomsday saying, and it's absolutely ridiculous. Like, the way he he explains everything is so out of left field and wild, it's taking the core of what is Every plane and twisting it into the weirdest version you can possibly have.
4: So full on Charlie Day with a corkboard.
0: Yeah, yeah, pretty much. It's it's wild. Yeah. It's it's a manifesto of the craziest quality.
4: <laughs> but does it provide any insights as to the cipher?
0: Nope. It's, it was someone misfiled it. It's it's just because the dude's last name was cipher. They put it with ciphers uh it has nothing to do with with code cracking. That's fair. <clears throat> Just a misfile. That's it. <clears throat> uh, I'll give you one more chance to try and to decipher this. And this is this has been another like 3 4 hours of uh, trying to decipher uh, the journal.
4: <clears throat> okay. I I rubbed my temples. Look at the cipher and say, think like a crazy person. Think like a crazy person. Think like a crazy person. Woo! 21!
0: (laughs) (laughs) Alright. It
2: fucking worked.
0: (laughs) So somehow, um, taking in all the quote-unquote knowledge from William Cipher's book on interplanar invasion, uh, which has a wonderful design of a triangle on it, (laughs) <laughs> continuing that Gravity Falls spoof <laughs> it, it, there's a rectangular shape over top it that almost looks like a top hat but you're not too certain um, <clears throat> you you bust down and with Sigmund uh, you're finally able to decipher the first bit of the journal um, now that you have figured out how this shorthand has ri- is written Um, you can decipher it, but it will take time as you have to apply the code break. And I will say that the first bit, where is my, where is the journal here? I wonder. Um. It actually recounts his, uh. I won't say early days. <laughs> Rice oh. is a natural one for it, too. Um,
4: I'm going to shove the, the decoded thing in Morgan's face at one point. And I'm going to be like, I don't know I if Morgan is with you guys. Brain. That's the thing.
0: I don't know if no, no, Morgan's no, like, with we, you. We meet up there. Um, I'm, I'm
4: waiting gonna, like, to see everything. when Morgan comes back or when Sadie comes back. I'm going to rub her nose in it and be like, I have the wrinkliest brain.
0: Um... <laughs> This is early, we'll say early days. I mean, it's the early parts of the journal. Um, Maybe it's Averius's time, maybe in his, what, early to mid-twenties, as one of the archpriests in the Cathedral of Cinder. Well, not after the cathedral. It wasn't even built yet. He was one of the archpriests for the God of Fire back then, and it recounts his time then. Um, Some displeasure uh, with how the religious functions uh, and hierarchy worked at the time. And the early reckonings of someone who is horrifically corrupt.
4: I am disappointed but not surprised.
1: We're not upset about various, we're just disappointed.
0: (laughs) Um, But that's right now as much as you can get within the time span of the day. (laughs) Able. Um... It is now... I'll say that it's getting late enough that if you do not leave now... You will risk walking through the city at night post-curfew. Oh yeah, no, I'm not risking that. I'm, nope. I'm Gonzo.
1: Gonzo again.
0: <clears throat> so you guys
1: <clears>
0: hid <throat> your way uh, back through the sky Quarter away from the lunar observatory. <laughs> <laughs> As you pass through the fire's promenade again, you can hear, not the same priest, another one going on this same and never-ending blessing. Um, there's a lot less of a, a crowd now. Uh, as people have gone back to uh, their homes, maybe five, ten people max throughout the massive courtyard. Maybe still listening, or maybe passing through, who knows. Um, but this gentleman is not, like out in the street. He's almost like on the stoop of the cathedral. And you continue to pass.
2: <clears throat> we should go to Sebastian's. Um,
0: If you go to Sebastian's, you will end up outside of curfew. Let's
2: do that. Tomorrow. Let's, yeah, yeah, let's do that tomorrow. Because um,
0: otherwise, you will risk encountering undead as you make your way back. Now, I'm going to yeah, assume nope. you are going back to the Gleaming Temple within your uh, current hidden safe haven in the sub basement. Yes. Yes. Yeah, okay. So you, you head back to the Gleaming Temple. Um, as you head in, you see Dalve, you know, just doing a couple of nightly preparations, lighting a few candles to illuminate the inside. Um,. And at night you can see like it's it's a similar It's almost similar to the Lunar Observatory now, but it's like moonlight casting into the temple instead of sunlight. Which again is entirely not possible given the overcast. Um <clears throat> But it's just this miraculous like silver moon glow that has now also been colored with the stained glass that's Lines, the walls of the Gleaming Temple. And it's just absolutely stunning. You head your way back down into the, uh, the sub-basement. <clears throat> is there anything you would like to do before the next day?
3: Hmm. Not, Not particularly for me, at least. I
4: mean, it, since, we, since we have... A decoder, essentially, now for the cipher. Can I work on it a little bit more here?
0: You can get a little bit more done, um, but it will take a, a while to fully translate the journal's contents.
4: Yep, that's totally fine. I'll, get I'll try to get a little more done tonight. Okay. Before I lay me
0: down to sleep. There, the lord, my soul, keep... <laughs> um... I die before I wake. This is less to decipher and 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 more how much you can decipher. So roll me an intelligence check. This is to see how far you get. now. Sixteen. Okay. Um. You pretty much finish deciphering uh, his time as an archpriest. Um. Almost like it's getting to the point where he's less. Like it's still during the infernal war. Is this journal starts near the end but he's now more on the front lines but he's not helping from the contents of the journal he's searching for someone powerful but that's pretty much the the end of where you get for that night And uh, you do all get a long rest. (laughs) Uh, All my counters go down. Morgan's wild magic. Morgan has one more day of tentacles. Parliament is in two days.
4: By the way, I I I look over (coughs) at Morgan while I'm deciphering this at night, and I go, the wrinkliest brain. (laughs)
0: If Morrigan were here. Oh! Lady is typing.
4: Oof. Oof fair.
0: Okay. Yeah, we're gonna... Big oof. Sure. (laughs) Um. So you guys get your long rest, and for the next day, what is your plan?
2: Uh, we definitely want to go to Sebastian's and get some potions.
0: Okay. Uh, who would like to go do
5: that? I'll go see Sebastian. Let's go see okay.
0: Kitty. <laughs> so, panic and crisis to go see Sebastian. Um,
2: oh, hell yes. Morgan can't <laughs> stop us now. <laughs> <It's like a laughs> worst
5: decision, but I can't wait. I'm, uh, yeah.
4: I'm going to go with him to Sebastian's. And I'll <laughs> I'll leave the deciphering in the hand in the capable hands of Sigmund.
2: Oh, yeah. Have fun! <laughs> yeah. We're gonna go disturb some shit.
4: Presumably, uh, Morgan <laughs> is off in a corner pining after her ex.
0: Morgan is doing something that she will, uh, tell me later. <clears throat> uh, Smiley and Sigmund, are you both uh, decoding this? Uh, one of you decoding it, what do you want to do?
4: <clears throat> I'm, I'm heading with the small ones to make sure they don't murder anybody. <laughs>
0: okay. <laughs> Sigmund? I am doing the decoding. Okay, Sigmund's doing decoding. You don't have to make a check. Uh, it's just gonna- You're gonna be spending the day decoding this journal. Yep. <clears throat> Uh, we'll get Sounds to that in a boring. minute because that's going to be that's a that's a lengthy endeavor. So you guys uh, <laughs> head on over in the uh, mid early morning towards uh-huh. the Bastille and Sebastian.
2: Uh-huh. And uh, you
0: walk in and you find him. you don't see <laughs> Sebastian immediately. That's a- he's he's not on just- the counter, but you do hear the the soft ring of the bell as you walk in. <clears throat> And you see the, uh, black cat form of Sebastian Bastille, uh, wander out from, like, atop some bookshelves, and as he sees you goes, ah, good morning, you three, so nice to see you again in my shop so soon. What can I do for you today?
2: Good morning, Sebastian, we missed you, um... So, we've been at the sanatorium, and it's been a little crazy, you know. Uh, We need some water-breathing potions.
0: Uh, Yes, I do have such uh, potions inside my inventory. I believe they are at the back of the shop, if you wish to go collect them. them.
2: Okay, let's go. Uh, That place is creepy as shit.
0: Not a fan. The the (laughs) Secondarium is indeed a rather spooky uh, building that uh, Mm -mm. quite a bit of the uh, residents of Mm Kasra find themselves fearing.
2: I mean, the food there was delicious, but, uh, mm-mm, not a fan. <clears throat> so yeah, the basement is flooded, and we need to get down there, so water. water breathing. Yeah. Yeah. A whole bunch Wait. of water.
0: Well, uh, I have a couple. How many uh, vials would you require?
2: Where, how many, I guess, four? <laughs> Me Sigmund Smiley Morrigan Yeah. Mm-hmm. Can I math yes? And okay. Sigmund. Yeah, Sigmund, I said Sigmund! Oh, I heard
0: me, Sigmund. Smiley, and Morrigan. And Sigmund. Smiley yeah,
2: and Sigmund, Sigmund. Morrigan.
0: Yeah, okay. Bob. Yes, of course. Uh I believe I have five in stock. So as friends of Marigne. <clears throat> um, go check the cost real quick, but I think it's fairly <laughs> cheap.
2: <clears throat> he um, is in a safe location, by the <laughs> way.
3: Traps.
0: <laughs> Down to oceans. Ocean Water breathing, yeah, Uncommon. <clears throat> That right there. Hmm. <laughs> That's crafting. Yep. Okay, I guess it is the crafting cost. Oh, here we go! Magic item by rarity. <laughs> uh, water breathing potions uh all uncommon easily to craft. So, shall we say 90 gold per potion?
2: 90
5: gold? So, per per oh my god,
0: 360 four. gold total for four potions.
5: Good kitty, good math, proud of you. Thank you.
0: The DM, use so a calculator. 34- Thirty-six. D- 34 platinum? Thirty-six.
2: Thirty-six platinum? Thirty-six platinum? Yes. That's, uh... Do people want to chip in? Because I'll give, like, thirty platinum if anyone wants to give the remaining six. Sixty gold.
4: I'll toss I'll in, uh, I'll in uh, fifteen platinum. So you'll only be covering 21 of the
2: 36 okay thank you my brain did not <laughs> <laughs> 21 mm-hmm. okay that's no problem okay we do that
0: <clears throat> is there anything else that you uh, require from my shop today
2: uh what else you got
5: any cool A
0: number of spell scrolls uh, you did Ooh. buy quite a bit of my stock last time you were uh, here and i have not restocked in the intervening time (laughs) um
5: that's okay do you have any other potions
0: Um, i thought i had written everything really i did not Suck. i know i i sent them to okay so potions he has Animal friendship, clairvoyance, dimunition, resistance to fire. There's two, resistance to poison. One, lightning. One. Oh no, that's lightning breath. Sorry, uh, you already bought that. A potion of speed and the potions of water breathing, which you have now bought. Also, I'm looking in this note, and uh, you guys had a chime of opening that you could just use to unlock the drawers.
2: Oh, oh yeah. Oops.
5: Oh, well. Oopsie. Mm, Crisis has it. Oh, yeah. Oops. (laughs) (laughs) My bad. Proud of you. Little head tap.
2: Okay, nope. I guess that's it. That's really all we need. I still have lots of healing points potions so I'm Gucci
0: like he doesn't have any more healing potions left you guys bought oh. his full stock
2: cause, yeah cause we have them okay <laughs> mm-hmm. nope that's all, all right. unless do you guys do you need anything else uh, smiley no I'm good Okay. okay that's <clears throat> all thank you very much
5: See, you didn't have to babysit us. We went great <laughs> Always on. a pleasure. See, we were good. Gods. Jeez.
0: So, you Trust guys uh, head back to the uh, Gleaming Temple, I'm assuming. Which, this yes. maybe took like an hour total <laughs> excursion. Wow. Most of which was walking. Uh, <clears throat> so, Sigmund, uh, throughout the day, you do decipher the journal. Um <clears throat> Let's see. Do I do you decipher the full thing in a day?
5: Yes.
3: Mm. <laughs>
0: So, sure. You know what? You almost get everything. Almost.
1: What is this bull?
0: Mostly, it's it's like the last little bit. Almost like I won't say current day, but you get quite a bit. So, <clears throat> after the uh, bit about him, you know, kind of joining the front lines of the end of the war. In search of someone powerful, it details him meeting with Zizix and making a deal with him, outlining the deal of the devil contract for immortality, or essentially non-aging, not non-death, in exchange for the sending of 20 souls per year. And these souls had to be given by Iverius himself. He could not do this by proxy. So you couldn't have mm. be like, hey, you, go kill this person. Uh, it had to be Averius who did it. <clears throat> As was okay. stipulated. It also details how Averius played a crucial role in tricking Z- Zizix into the mirror. Oh. What happened was uh, he he helped the lions, the original lions, who were at the time in possession of the mirror, <clears throat> um. Uh. Is it in my overworld? notes <clears throat> and unfortunately, at the time, the mirror was full. So to track Trap Zizix and his prime weapon Agor Gaia into the mirror they released a sleepless and a black Abishai into the world.
5: It's wild.
0: Along with the Uh, and then with the help of the lions he was able to trick Zizix into essentially lowering his abilities by casting a number of spells on an area hallowing a particular location over months or after over a couple uh, over days and a month. sorts um and then through the aid of a number of clerics the lions and some other magic casters was able to lower zizix's uh, abilities and uh, physical traits enough that he was easily trapped within the mirror and then once zizix was trapped in the mirror the Rogaya became almost aimless of sorts uh And they were able to lower the Gorgaia's physical traits a few weeks later in a large-scale ambush and got it into the mirror as well. Essentially taking out Zizix's prime um, actors in the material realm. Due to this, Zizix could not receive any souls, as the mirror is a partial plane. Allowing Averius to essentially work his way out of the contract while maintaining the benefits.
2: Oh, cheeky fucker.
0: He would Ah. continue on his part to obtain at least 20 souls a year. But as Zizix was unable to attain them, the souls had nowhere to go. Oh. Iverius kept up his side of the contract without actually needing to. Luckily, this is also part of how... <clears throat> These 20 souls, as you read throughout the books, were simply a side effect of what he was truly doing. After tricking Zizix into the mirror, it describes his spiral into an obsession to learn magic. <clears throat> He leaves the church uh, priesthood and everything and seeks to learn as much magic as possible, traveling across the continent, uh, even into Firthmire and Moran in the north uh, uh, continents to learn new magic. And after a couple of decades, continuing his searches and essentially murder spree of 20 souls a year minimum. There are some years where he goes far past that in the ravages of a post-war world. Um, He eventually feels as if he's learned so much that he wishes to discover more beyond what is known of magic. He wants to discover a ninth school of magic. Mm. In the process of this, he founds the Clearwater Sanatorium, a facade to enact his experiments on living subjects.
2: <clears throat> oh, geez. It
0: goes on to describe his many experiments over the years, mental corruption, um, <clears throat> decay of both the human body and soul... Through magical means, um, different methods to which to break down life and distort and decay it at its purest essence. Um, over the years, decades even, <clears throat> and he eventually comes to the theory or hypothesis. That the ninth school of magic is corruption. It is corruptive magic. Magic that distorts and destroys and warps other schools of magic and life itself. And to the near end of where Sigmund gets to in his translation for the day, he seems to be have been approached by... Um, I just need to double check that it's the correct name... Uh, NPCs. A individual by the name of Udewin F- uh, Udewin Farnas. Oof. Another like-minded individual <clears throat> who seeks a ninth school of magic, and it uh, details uh, in brief their encounter. How Yudewin yeah, right. has already um, contacted a, f- uh, a couple other individuals of similar stance seeking yeah. to expand current knowledge of magic who call themselves the nonus Arcanum.
4: Or the Ninth Magic.
0: <laughs> yep. And this Yudewin Farnas extends an invitation to Iverius to join the ranks of this Group as one of their researchers. <clears throat> he various details how they are less a unified group and more a collective, almost competition, as to which one of them is correct, to which school, which of their theories is the is the new ninth school of magic, the true ninth magic. <clears throat> How they all compete against each other, yet also work together to further magical knowledge. And Andavirius takes on the title, The Overseeing Occultist. It does not name any other... <clears throat>
4: really? Not the Corrupting Conjurer? That would have been...
0: Um, it doesn't detail... The other names aside from Eudowin Farnas at the time, or at least at least in this point of <coughs> uh, the journal, but it does give some other titles: the Arcanist Steward, which seems to be Eudowin Farnas's title; the Veil Warden.
2: <clears throat> that would be
0: Baharis be- Irifina, yeah, or- and Tending Physician. But it has no name to this one.
2: Tending position. Maybe it's one of the the names we just Ashan, Ra and Norman.
0: And that's as far as Sigmund gets. There's still a little bit of the journal left, but that's that's what you get uh, through your ciphering for the day. Your deciphering, I should say. Um
2: He was the overseeing what?
0: He is overseeing a cultist, Evarius Ibn.
2: Occultist,
0: yeah.
4: Who have we run into so far that could be described as a physician? Oh, shit. Um, 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 um. It's our friend, the one in the tower.
2: Hiari? I don't think so. I mean,
0: you know that Fiori was a very powerful person. You don't know what they were. It was just this, they were this strange, pale, emaciated, non-binary person who had a lot of dead shit and, and anatomical studies.
3: Yep.
4: In a traveling tower. Alternatively, could Hiln be described as a
0: physician? No, Hiln is not a physician.
4: Okay, that's a relief.
0: Hilne is an arcane practitioner. Oh, I have um, a through divine means. Who knows? It, dev- it doesn't name the tending physician. Simply Udoin, um <clears throat> Sorry. It simply names uh, arcanist steward Udoin Farnass. And then it gives the titles of Veil Warden and Tending Physician as the other two currently in the Nonus Arcanum.
2: At the time.
0: Yeah. Iverius Ibn seems to have been the fourth person added to it. Well... Uh, spooky. And, and, uh, <laughs> with that another day is done I move my counters down again <laughs> huh? and uh, you have a new day ahead of you
2: Well, we got some breathing potions so I guess we'll be able to go down to that spooky basement
0: how many more days until the next meeting one more day one. so it happens tomorrow Ooh. we should um and morgan no longer has tentacles
2: Yeah, she's no longer with
0: us, either. I know. What is your uh, course of action for the day? Sigmund can probably spend a couple of hours finishing the uh, decipher on the journal.
4: I'm gonna go talk to Hiln and just tell him to watch his back.
0: Yeah. Um, <coughs> you you knock on on Hiln's door, uh, and you watch as it swings open clearly magically, and you see Hiln, like disheveled, clearly somewhat sleep deprived, amongst a pile of books in the center of their room, like viciously, like voraciously reading three separate tomes at the same time. Like, just searching and flipping pages, and you can see magic, like, spinning things around the room as they are in the midst of some heavy research. Um, and it takes, like, almost a minute for them to look up at you and goes, Oh, uh, I'm very sorry. I actually opened the door on reflex. Usually, Dalv just walks in and does whatever he needs. Uh, sorry, uh, can I help you? In the middle of something.
4: We've, um... We've uncovered information that we think may be significant. We can't... We can't reveal it all just yet. But, um... Tomorrow at the meeting... Be very careful. Particularly of... Iverius.
0: Um... But, uh, the warning is... Thanks, and I will... Take necessary precautions as... Uh, they are, <clears throat> Is there anything else?
4: Believe, just be ready to escape at a moment's notice.
0: I will. Uh, I'll, I'll do my my mm-hmm. utmost. Thank you. I, I'm sorry. I don't mean to reboot but if you if you don't mind, um, no, that was all. And <laughs> <Good luck>. they <laughs> immediately go back and like there's an ADHD pause for a second and go, "Uh, fuck, where was I? Oh, right here." Their fingers almost looks like they're typing as they're reading multiple books at once and flipping through pages. It's it's a dizzying display as how Hilm researches things. <clears throat> they have multiple tabs open and they're reading all of them at the same time.
2: Oh my god! They should totally meet. Um, oh, what's his name? Jackdaff? <laughs> yes. Yes, hundred <laughs> percent. It would uh, be beautiful.
0: All right. So, what is your next course of action?
2: we want to go into the basement now or
0: postpone i mean you can certainly begin it
4: <laughs> um
3: or should
2: we
4: no i'll tanya uh
2: should we um go into the basement like after the meeting or before?
4: I would say before personally because we may be able to interrupt it if he's, if he's planning anything.
2: Okay, good. That's what I was thinking too.
4: But at the same time there are many things we should probably check. Find out points of origin of these ghost hordes. I how he's summoning the undead. I
0: would say we almost go charring.
2: Oh, yeah, that way. Yeah.
0: <laughs> you want to go into the asylum at the dead of night?
2: Not really. <laughs> the meeting is at the dead of night.
0: The, the next parliament gathering yeah. is tomorrow.
2: It's in the dead of night? No, it's during the day. Yeah, Yeah, that's that's what
0: I'm saying. Oh, I thought you were saying you want to go during the next undead moment. Oh, no. no. During the meeting.
2: Okay. Yeah. That way we know he won't be home.
1: That way we know where he is.
4: Okay, well, if we're going to do that, then um, I want to go through the city to see if I can find points of, like, see if I can find out from anybody where these hordes are originating uh, what's going on I'd like to take a ma- uh, an arcane caster with me to see because they may be able to better distinguish uh what spells or, or anything are being used so Sigmund basically at this point yes although I suppose the four of us could go because having a divine caster could help too when it comes to panic sank, and it can sense
0: undead fiends Fay uh, and hallowed and desecrated ground
5: yes.
4: Okay, so I'm going to go out and gather a little bit of information and I'll come right back.
0: Okay, uh, make an investigation check.
2: Can I come with you? Yes. No. Oh. <laughs> what? I'm confused. <laughs> yes, sir. Excuse 16. 16. Um.
0: <clears throat> there is no point of origin. Uh, you have uh-huh. more or less been told this already by Sebastian. Uh, the undead don't come from any one location. They just seem to appear suddenly within the city itself. But mm-hmm.
4: Across the city, everywhere in the city, or yep, always, are everywhere,
0: basically. all at once. Okay, like Everything, everywhere, they okay. seem to come out of all where of no time. one can, where no one can see. No one has actually seen them appear or manifest. They just like they turn a corner and you can see them, or they appear somewhere. They don't have any direction or singular point of origin they just seem to manifest at night.
4: Okay. Hmm. So I return and I speak with uh, with Sigmund and Panic and I ask is there a chance that they're already there and he's just making them visible? Making them tangible?
0: Somehow?
2: Yeah. Corrupting then?
0: Uh both the view roll arcana, I allow Panic to roll religion instead if they wish.
2: I'm not gonna get. Alright. Uh,
1: twenty-two on Arcana. Do what 30. I'm
5: supposed to. Or what did you say history? Well, either or religion talk, or Arcana.
0: So- <laughs> religion <laughs> or Arcana.
5: Both of them fucked. So we'll do religion to Bunzi's.
0: Natural twenty-four or nineteen. Uh, between a twenty-two Ayo. and a natural twenty-four or nineteen. Uh, should to- Do that on such a massive scale would be beyond monumental. It would be godly. Um, not to mention that controlling so many undead at once to, you know, not attack people, being visible or not, would be extraordinary. It It would require a small army to properly achieve. Um... Even summoning, manifesting such uh, a grand scale of undead is unheard of by a single person.
2: <clears throat> Maybe they're just vibing is in the These sewage. This would be
0: the, the long-term effect of continued and prolonged um, enactment of undeath. Oh. This is, This is less so, a person and more just an area that has been so, affected.
1: Um, the undead likely aren't if that's the case and they're all coming from everywhere, uh, it's likely Iberius is not directly responsible for the undead. It's more like a secondary effect time
4: sacrificing to an higher people a year at least.: Yes. For over a hundred years, correct. Yeah, which is exactly what he's been doing.
1: Correct,
2: or just evading death for so long that it's affecting the area.
0: <laughs> uh, death! went no. How dare you fucking not be dead? Let me just <laughs> how did undo everything
3: just here. die!
0: <laughs> <not> <laughs> what what little
1: lore i know of the gods i do know that the gods of death tend to look down on undeath so they wouldn't use undeath to punish someone for evading death
5: but someone else may
1: yes but this is more like the negative energies required for such magics, and the sacrifices required to sustain his magic is just seeped into the ground over time, and now they're just everywhere. Yeah, it's just bled throughout everything.
2: That's what I was saying.
1: So, if we really want to stop this curse, we have to get an actual functional priest and blessing on a massive scale hitherto we can't do it.
4: I turn toward Panic. You can bless things, right? Right, buddy?
2: Hashtag bless.
4: <laughs> Hashtag bless
3: up.
1: Yes, but Swiley, we're talking about a blessing on a scale of a city. Panic yeah. can bless a person, maybe.
4: Listen, my, my great-grandfather believed so hard that he beat down a demon lord. So...
2: We could also just murder him.
4: Or an archfiend.
2: The faith
1: required to persevere against an archfiend, which is just a planar entity come from somewhere else, versus actually stopping the negative energies of magic in the ground are vastly different.
2: We could just get rid of the thing that's giving off the bad vibes.
1: Yes, because we can undo undo a hundred years of negative energy in one night. Well, I why mean, not? A lot
4: of naysaying and not a lot of solutions, Sigmund.
1: Mm-hmm. Because the solutions
2: aren't simple. Seems well, simple to me.
4: You find someone that can bless big enough for for this whole city, and they do it. That's that's pretty
1: simple.
5: <laughs> <laughs> Good luck with that.
1: My best guess was is we would have to get an entire city to pray with everything they have while we take care of Ow. a locus of negative energy at the same time to maybe have a chance of success.
4: Okay, well, we know what the locus is.
2: Yes. Let's just murder it.
1: The harder part is convincing an entire city to that has been suffering these undead attacks for how long has this been going on again, Sean?
0: Oh wow! Um, to what degree? Yeah. The, the undead attacks—the mass, the mass one. Um, I believe I said a couple of months. Okay, and as were the, the actual undead ones? problem at all. Um, since Morgan can remember.
2: How long has Iberius been living here? Over a hundred years.
1: Over a hundred years.
2: Exactly.
0: Um, but
1: it's definitely, I mean, the
2: problem.
0: There's a certain amount of uh, generational um, stuff, you know. People can only remember as far back as they know. So, on mass, most of the city hasn't been here since the start, or even mm. maybe since before the occursion the the undead started manifesting at all in Kosra. But Kosra has always had like a handful of undead just appear out of nowhere per year and then it's over like the past like over time it's just gotten worse and worse until in the past couple of months it's just been nightly invasions by mass undead.
5: Well there's basically no one walking around saying oh Everything was good before this person came along.
1: Yeah, no. Um, I believe our best bet is to start with the locus of negative energy on the sanatorium and see how huh. it goes from there. Yep. Because if we can pick that apart, and I don't just mean... If it's tied to a creature, beat the creature into oblivion. No, I mean if we can magically undo it. Ooh, it's a start.
5: I mean, if I beat it to a pulp, I'll still pick it apart.
1: The unfortunate you can do part both. is, the unfortunate exactly. part is, I do not have. I do not have the devices necessary to create enough magical energy to. Render such enchantments Obsolete or t- Pick them apart So to speak Do you think Hill might It's possible
4: Because mm. from what I Pinst- saw in his, in his chambers earlier That seems fairly likely actually
2: He doesn't Still seems like a beginner to me <laughs> Since he got trapped Yeah, we could
1: always ask Morg. I
2: don't know she's a little brain dead right now. Sydney looks over at Morgan and like
1: waves a hand in front of her.
2: Yeah, Bad time to go zone out on us. I think she's got PTSD from the asylum.
4: Uh, No, she's she's sad because the tentacles are gone.
2: Oh, maybe yeah got Stockholm Syndrome. She was like, I love them now.
0: (laughs) Oh, that's just Futurama. That's horrible. Everyone loved the tentacle.
2: Yeah. Oh, yeah. love the tentacle.
4: So, what you doing? Where you going?
1: (laughs) We need... We definitely need to find someone who can dispel magic, or at the very least give us a scroll of dispel magic.
0: Uh, I feel Morgan like did Morgan say Morgan she has dispel. She... Yeah. <clears throat> um
1: It might be a good idea to get a scroll of dispel
0: No, Morrigan does not, anyway. because it's third level and she doesn't have third level yet.
3: Mm.
1: So but- Okay. our best bet would probably be to go and visit Sebastian and go get Again. a scroll of dispel magic
2: I don't think he, he had oh it's, it's, no he
0: has tons of scrolls yes
5: yeah, so oh, okay. he didn't he didn't tell us what scrolls he had he told us what potions he had
1: while we are there oh, it yeah, might okay. be beneficial yeah. to also pick up a counter spell
5: there Ooh, might be yeah.
1: be do with that
2: Wow. Big brain move. Big brain. Well, he's got the wrinkly brain today.
1: <laughs> In any case, our first step would be to go to Sebastian.
2: Okay, so back to return to Sebastian.
3: Sebastian. This time, oh, Stigmund
2: goes to Sebastian. <laughs> oh no, we're all going.
5: Think yeah. I'm going to miss a chance to save the kitty? Fuck yeah, no. I don't think um, so.
4: Mm actually going to go on another information gathering session.
0: Okay.
5: Field Sebastian's trip. real quick. <clears throat> Field trip.
0: I forgot to actually put this up on before. Um, so you're so <laughs> going to re- return to Sebastian the next day. Um, this trip. one's <laughs> a little like <laughs> late oh, morning because uh, Sigmund did need to take a little more time to... Oh no, did Sigmund take time to yes. decipher the rest? <clears throat> yes. Okay, so if you took the time to decipher the rest, I will give you that information um
1: <clears throat> just send it to me i'll copy it in my notebook uh i'm looking
0: Where the fuck did i put it there's not a whole Dan's, lot left um it's
1: again yeah oh yeah and could do you have the the rest of the journal down hmm? like do you have all of the journal
0: written down no Oh, it's okay. brief. I'm not, I not. I did not detail a hundred years of a journal.
1: <clears throat> I know but the entries that you gave us. Dude.
0: Oh, what I wrote? That was all, like, that was elongated bullet points. <laughs> I have okay. a half paragraph of what's in the journal. Send me the bullet points <laughs> in a half paragraph. Um,
1: just for my own note keeping.
0: So the very last bit doesn't actually go to present day uh, huh. it stops a couple decades back but it essentially comes to in vague detail how he has achieved new existence as a being of pure corruptive magic
1: hmm.
0: okay it's very vague in what that means But through his many years of experimentations, he has somehow achieved new existence. A new being. And as you went further, especially in the later entries, they became sparser and sparser. Like, early days, it was almost daily, if not at least weekly, Entries, but over time they kinda of become less and less. Okay. <clears throat> As he probably saw probably. less need to keep such a journal. Also that a hundred years of a journal of journaling every day would not fit into a single book.
1: Right, 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 right.
0: <clears throat> um yeah, that's that's the remainder of the journal. Okay.
1: Uh, so yeah, with that, go over to Sebastian.
0: Yep, you head over to back to Sebastian's. As you walk in, he is, um, like, kind of walking through the shop, and you see, like, books kind of floating around and placing themselves. He well, you return to my shop once again. You must very much like books, and well, I, but I have um, to offer. We
2: love, <clears throat> we love you, Sebastian. What's...
0: Uh, may interest you in today?
1: Uh, I am looking for spells to roll, roll. if you have them. Uh,
0: any in
1: particular? Dispel magic and counterspell.
0: I Dispel magic
1: have... is the prior- priority.
0: I should have s- such magics somewhere. Uh, come with me, and he walks his way towards that like large cubbyhole wall filled with scrolls. A, like pigeonholed wall. It's just a good couple of feet across and like the floor to ceiling of just spell scrolls. <clears throat> he leaps onto um, like a, a half book stand right across from it and you watch his eyes start glowing. And then magic starts drifting across all the scrolls. One pulls out another one pulls out and they float down uh, in front of you, and as you open them, you see that there is a spell scroll of dispel magic and a spell scroll of counterspell.
1: And how much would it be for these lovely tomes? Uh,
0: As both are third-degree magics that are uncommon, uh, I would place them both at around 200 gold. Uh, each uh, as friends of again. If not uh, regularly, they would be 300 to 500. Okay, let me check my funds quick. I do not very often uh, acquire counter magics. I toss them
1: 20 platinum.
2: I can toss 20 as well.
0: Alright, so you guys now have uh, Dispel Magic and Counter Spell Scrolls.
1: <clears throat> so crisis, you also have uh, those scroll.
0: No, they were two hundred each.
1: Oh, okay. Yeah. So I toss them forty platinum.
0: Okay.
2: No, no, I, I did half. It's fine. Okay,
1: you sure? Yeah, no problem. I, don't mind. I still have one hundred and seventy. T-
2: it's fine. I'm a gecko with too much money. <laughs>
1: Alright. You guys have have your spell scrolls. I have another question for you, Sebastian.
0: I can answer it to the best of my capabilities.
1: How long have you been around?
0: Hmm. One usually does not ask another's age. I'm not asking for your age. Uh, I have been around for a couple of decades now. Okay. Well before Morrigan was born.
2: Were you always a cat?
0: Have you always That's been like a lizard? Rude. Good point. That's rude. That's rude.
1: Um, I I would just <laughs> I was curious about so was that? the nature of these undead attack and how you've been watching them progress over the course <laughs> of these two decades.
0: Well, uh, over my years. <clears throat> Kasra has always had a. I would not say undead problem, but in affectation towards uh, unexplainably conjured undead. Uh, there were only a handful every year, easily taken care of uh, by whatever clergy or even the common police within the area, depending on what had manifested itself. Uh, mm-hmm. Over the past maybe five years, they have increased from a handful to almost a monthly occurrence, and more than a single at a time, but it has been within the last couple of months, perhaps two to three, that they became exponentially uh, aggressive, and their their appearances became a nightly occurrence, and on a wide scale... Spread.
1: <clears throat> mhm. Now, Dia, for Sigmund's own uh, knowledge, based on what he's deciphered from the journal and what Sebastian has said, and the increased activity that we've seen from the Nonus Arcanum. Uh, in the past, can he extrapolate, like, are they getting ready for big?
0: Are they... Hmm. You don't know if the Nonus Arcanum themselves are preparing for something, mm-hmm. but if with, with an undead presence and appearance has such an exponential growth there is usually and most definitely some sort of catalyst. Something must have happened within the last couple of months that has spurred the growth of the undead yeah. affectation.
1: And the past couple of months, that's when we've had more frequent run-ins with the nonus Arcanum, right? Like, we crossed two that's cities. That's
0: since you guys have been together. Yeah. You've been together just over two months. okay whether this I'm is keep it in the
1: back of the wh- whether
0: this is correlation or coincidence who knows
1: i'm gonna keep it in the back of my brain okay <clears throat> well thank you for your time sebastian Do you, have, uh, do you know of a magic shop in this town, anyway?
0: <laughs> you are standing in it?
1: Yeah, so you're just books, not magic items,
0: though, right? Uh, I did have a couple of magic items which you have already purchased. I said, for mm-hmm. me, there are very few merchants who carry magical items, as they are both extraordinarily expensive and even more difficult to sell. Mm.
1: As I, I I I will bid Sebastian and Jew And as I'm leaving I go As much as I don't like Dealing with him This would be a good time to see Grave
0: Luckily you said that Before uh, after you left Because <laughs> <laughs> Sebastian hates him
2: being oh, fucking piss.
1: I'm aware. I'm aware. That's why I waited until after we left.
0: Though Graves also deals more within the macabre. Yes. <laughs> Whether or not what he has on hand is useful or not is another matter entirely.
1: Yeah. But at least at least Sigmund would have the knowledge that okay, we've we've done everything we can. Um, but yeah. So, uh, he is going to return to the... the church.
3: hmm
1: And he's gonna wait for everybody to gather. I know like, oh, Smiley is doing his, Smiley wanted uh, info
0: gather, but...
1: <laughs> info gathering.
0: He's still on VRB, and I know you guys probably wanted to go to the... asylum, or the uh, sanatorium again.
2: He rolled an investigation though for.
0: I know he did seventeen. I don't know what he wanted to know.
2: <laughs> oh,
0: the the information he can get is is widely varied depending on what he was searching for. <laughs> um, so I mean, if your guys' plan was to go to the sanatorium, you can go to the sanatorium, and when he returns, he can tell me what he was looking for, and I can tell him what he found. <laughs> Unless you still want to wait another day.
2: Well no, isn't no, it th- tomorrow?
0: Yeah. Parliament yeah, is tomorrow. I think we
2: should We should go tomorrow. <laughs> uh today, today. We should go today.
5: But wait, didn't we had said That's we want to go during it? Yeah, I
1: thought we said we wanted to go during the meeting.
2: Yeah, true. That way we'll we wait know t-
1: he's That way we know he's not at the sanatorium and we know there's going to be a span of time when he's not there.
2: Yeah. Yeah, so we can find out what's up. Okay, yeah, sounds good.
0: Okay, so you guys uh, take another day of uh, rest and preparation
1: um, how late would Sigmund have to go to watch the uh watch the Undead? And can he watch it from inside?
0: I mean, if you want to just you know chill by a window, there's a I chance do some Undead.
1: Churchill. I want to do the Winston Churchill during the Blitz of two thing, where I'm standing out on a roof just watching this
0: happen. I mean you can definitely stand out on a roof, but the chances of you being attacked by an undead are great. They do not enter buildings, but no one knows about on top. Not a whole lot of people do that.
1: <laughs> uh we're gonna we're gonna risk it, and if it gets too hairy, we're we'll okay.
0: back inside. Um so you do need to stay out to watch the undead. Um usually it happens shortly after dusk. Uh-huh. Um, You are in, Hmm. I believe, the midwinter months right now. Yeah, it's it's chilly. So dusk happens early. Yeah, and Sigmund does have his cold gear. Oh no, you don't have to worry about cold gear just yet. You guys have warm gear right now and it's not cold enough that I will require any environmental (laughs) effects against you.
2: Um, you still had letters, uh, other letters to, uh, translate, though. Just by the way.
0: For me? I mean, yeah. if he wants to. If, I mean, you yeah,
2: if too. you want to. Yeah, uh, yeah, with an intelligence of plus one. I can certainly try.
1: Alright, I guess Segment will spend the night translating the letters.
0: Uh, these letters are an entirely different cipher. Yeah. Yeah.
2: Yeah, that's it
0: fine. Up a okay, um, who do you want to translate?
1: Pick a non aside. Um. Well, since it's immediately relevant to, I would like to. To to who
0: what?
5: Who? What happened?
0: You broke off. Who?
1: Sorry, Iberius Ivens.
0: Yeah, these are all his. It's other people's yeah. correspondences yeah. to him. Oh. To him. Um, <laughs> Yeah. Meva Raldor, Zaeli Evatosh, Dalin Emdaliakalis, and Ashan Renorum.
1: Uh, let's do... Okay, so we know who... We know... We know Ivan is... Uh, the occult
0: Overseeing occultist, correct
1: Overseeing occultist Xaeli <clears throat> Evatosh is
0: You, uh, Right, you did actually get her her moniker
1: Yeah, uh, we do know her
0: moniker uh, Because of Hiln um, Where's Xaeli? Wayfinder the Wayfinder? <clears throat> Ashan Ranarim? We haven't heard about No, these letters and are the first you've know, seen the name
1: We don't know what their moniker is No. So we'll start with Ash and Random. We
2: have, we have no idea who they are.
1: <clears throat> we'll start with Ash and Random Ren. Random.
2: Random. <laughs>
0: Alright. Make me an intelligence check. We just get it back.
1: Yeah, he's he's back. He's, I'm not there, he's but not I am here. back. Okay. But he is back. Uh intelligence. 13. Getting
0: better. Okay, well. Smiley, when you are, are there and back, I need to know what you yes, were sir. looking
3: for.
4: Uh, just you're know, trying to collect any information I could on Virius, on the city, when this, how long this has been happening, the severity of it. Um, just forewarned is forearmed, you know?
0: Okay. Uh, so, with the 17, most people you know, the undead thing's always been a thing uh, within their lifetime, but it's only, like, you know, a handful a year, but within the past couple of months... It has been exponential. It has, like, just gone into this massive incursion and plague, almost. Um, Iverius Ibn, not a whole lot of people know the name. It's like knowing a random senator um, in a parliament. Like, it's it's not... The average Joe doesn't really know who he is. Maybe has heard of him secondhand. The, the most people know is he, he is a member of parliament. Um... Any in the know know that he, like as you've learned before, he he represents both nobles and the workers, the, or the the, or the merchant guilds. Um, <clears throat> the undead, again, like it's it's a thing that people were able to deal with and just take care of over the years, but it's always just been this weird affectation that Kosra has had uh, for as long as most people can remember. <clears throat> Mm. um <clears> the <throat> <a> 13 intelligence <coughs> you you can't break it like you you maybe get a, a word here or there um let me just see something I have to double check what they are up to oh well that doesn't bloody hell. <laughs> Hmm yeah um can't remember if it's this person or not Bloody hell. Put Enhelm. Did I put Enhelm? Ah. Mm. Oh, of course I did. So, Ashan Renorum. Uh. They refer to themselves uh, with non binary. Um, you cannot tell a race uh, as the correspondence is for them they don't actually use their moniker Uh Uh, so you just have their name but they seem to have some vested interest in uh, the astral plane and stars
2: hmm great news for Morrigan.
0: Um, it's weird. A few, you, you find a few mentions of what you translate to be spatial magic, but the cipher is so broken up still that you can't piece it all together. Okay. Um, largely, they were asking Iverius on his experience with his magic warping other magics. And like, you know, cause and effect. <clears throat> but that is the the most you can gain from the the letters Ashan Renorum has sent to Avarius.
1: weird. Okay.
0: Um I'll say you can try to decipher either or try again to decipher that to get more information, or try another series of letters. Uh, for what you have in the day before dusk. Let's try uh, Renorim's again. Okay, make another intelligence check. With a 21? Yes, you can eventually break uh, Ashan Renorim's uh, personal cipher, because they seem to all actually use different ciphers. Like, they all have their personal codes um, that are all variations on a same like kind of basic or similar... Or, um, almost like a Caesar cipher but the cores vary like instead of one person using four over they use like five over sort of thing but it's also based all in magic so you would almost have to know each person's individual proclivities towards magic to fully uh, mm-hmm. decipher each one properly um, and you do get the majority of uh, Ashan Renorum's letters uh, and yeah they were asking Ivirius like you claim to have like um, been able to warp magic itself into corrupted forms and alter the flow of magic within uh, <clears throat> uh, the areas around you and other so- outside sources what methodology? uh, arcane rune scripts. Like what, what is your, what, what was your, your science lab <laughs> to make this happen? And what was the, uh, lasting effect? How long did it last? Uh, what was the, you know, the immediate effect? Uh, how did the magic warp? What did it look like? Um, in regards to, you know, how it distorted the space and time around it? Um, the other letters ask, uh, because they seem to also know that this that Averius is very aged. They have been he has been around for a long time, and they ask, "What uh, do you know about the planes? What uh, ha- have you ever crossed the planes?" Um, and judging by their knowledge, Sean seems to be a constant traveler between planes, but largely the astral. They seem to have some sort of semblance of. Uh, almost bi-location between themselves and the Astral Plane, and an innate ability at this point to distort space around them. Almost bringing the Astral Plane directly next to them, inside the Material Plane, merging the two together. Okay. Um, But yeah, a lot of star magic, Astral-oriented... Uh, Theories and discussion. <laughs> Along with um, one particular letter asking if Averius still had a particular artifact still in his possession.
1: Ooh.
0: Um, Does it referring.
3: To,
0: not specifically, but it says say what it is. It, it, mm-hmm. They call it the Three Fingers. They the three ask fingers. if. Iverius still possesses the three fingers that he once claimed to have. Obviously, without the answers, you don't know what Iverius said. But Mm -hmm. it would seem, judging by what you can probably just guess, the finger Iverius sent to Zed was not the only one in his possession. Mm Mm-hmm. Oh, Iverius has or had multiple lords. More fingers. than one.
2: Wow, what the fuck? What the
1: and f- remember what that finger was again?
0: Uh, the f- ooh, jeez, the finger you had. Uh, give me a sec. I have to. I have to go to my correct thing here. Um, so the finger was <clears throat> one of the. Ten fingers from the lords of hell. Right. These fingers were used essentially as locks or keys to lock away each portal to each level of hell.
1: And he, he had three of them, supposedly.
0: He had three. Um, The one that you obtained from Sir Zed, which Fierna now has, though granted you guys don't really know that. <clears throat> because... Ben had it. <laughs> and then Axel gave it... Or no, Axel had it. One of the two had it, then the other gave it to Fierna as part of their deal. Uh, so you don't have the finger anymore. Um, I think you had discerned to be the finger of Dispater. And each finger is one of the... I mean, you haven't seen more than one, but from what you learned from uh, Graves is one of the fingers from one of the lords of hell not always the same one could be a thumb could be a pinky who knows this seemed to be the index finger of dispater and the knuckle of it was sealed over with like this brass coupling uh, that was arcanely inscribed with like spikes holding it into it and it was chained above Sir Zed's ritual to turn the uh, the sun lake in Amanos into a new portal to hell you guys stopped it, acquired the finger, and then subsequently lost it a little while later. Yeah. And ten of these exist, one for each lord of hell.
3: Okay. Okay.
1: Alright. Uh, so with that, it's dusk now?
0: Yes. <clears throat> now... I'm gonna go
1: look out the window.
0: <laughs> are you looking out the window or are you going on a building?
1: I'm gonna check the top of the building. I'm gonna, like peek out and if there's undead up there, I'm just gonna look. Hmm... <clears throat>
0: So, you do actually have to go on a ladder to go to like a higher window in the gleaming temple. There's not actually a second uh-huh. floor, uh-huh. Um, so you're mostly looking out the um, <clears throat> one of the larger stained glass windows towards the front, with just like this large ladder that you're peering out over. Um, <coughs> and you wait a couple of minutes, and eventually you see undead. Mm -hmm. Uh, what, I'm gonna do-do-do-do-do. What do you see? I have rolls. (laughs) 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 Gonna work? Aha! Um, maybe, maybe not. <clears throat> well, uh, three of them you easily and immediately recognize, as you have encountered them before. You see two banshees and a ghost float through, not all together, um, but like from different areas, because you are in like this large open square that the gleaming temple stands solit uh, solitude in, um, apart from the other buildings and like these banshees and 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 ghosts, kind of like wander out from between, like, small alleys or roads through the the square, and you see from another uh, point um, two dark figures um, almost looks like they're made out of pure black shreds of fabric float through the air, skulls for faces, and almost this um, crown-like structure from their head, almost like made of bone or metal, rough iron and dragon, they kind of float separately through. It doesn't seem like these undead are together, just kind of you know, NPC, yeah. enemy, idle action. Uh, make a perception check.
1: <clears throat> yeah, I kind of want to see if I can't pick out... I know, I know, uh, Smiley said they're just kind of everywhere, but I want to see if I can't pick something out. 20. 20?
0: Um, you notice that despite them wandering through here, not a none of them approach within thirty feet of the gleaming temple. At one point, one of the or the ghost, actually, from what you can tell, is at a perfect thirty-one foot distance from the gleaming temple for almost like a minute before it kind of diverts off and then it disappears into the city. At the very least. This ground is hallowed, mm-hmm. and these undead can't cross to it. <clears throat> nice. How okay. long do you want to to watch?
1: Uh, long enough to get information, but not so late that I start suffering exhaustion.
0: Okay. Roll roll another perception. <clears throat> <Let's laughs> As you get it. into the night.
3: Another another 20. 20.
0: Uh, you see a number of other creatures wander through. Uh-huh. Um,
4: are there any other buildings that they're avoiding?
0: Nope. I mean, they don't go into buildings, but yeah, they, they have no sure. tendency to avoid anything else. They can go right up to a building's walls, another, another building's walls, but that's it. The only... Hallowed ground they seem to not be able to cross is within thirty feet of the temple. You got it. Oh, so, because I have to check something. Um, fifteen. What's what's uh, Sigmund's passive perception? Sigmund's passive. Fourteen. Fourteen. Yeah. Okay because I, I did actually lower this since the last time, uh, <clears throat> I, I definitely had made it too high. You do actually see some of the heavy wander through. Okay. Because the, the DC for the passive was way too high. Um, you see these, you know, like, almost made out of TV static, thin-bodied creatures with tiny little slender hands and almost, like, no feet, just points with these lolling, large, massive heads, very slowly... Ross by these however don't seem to be disturbed by the hallowed ground as they are not dead <clears throat> um, but you see a number of other things you see um, some a few more banshees a few more a number of more ghosts you see another thing uh, that is like this f- floating skeletal figure in flowing robes it seems a lot more full and humanoid but still um ethereal incorporeal uh and uh, another one which is actually physical undead it is this uh, desiccated um well, looks to be a soldier, almost. It's wearing, like, ratted leather armor with sword. Uh, um, make a religion check to see if you can identify these. <laughs> nope. Uh, this is, for all intents and purposes for you, a, a zombie. Just another zombie. <laughs> <laughs> However, with that 20 perception, you do notice one thing, kind of near the end. Directly across this open area looking straight at you and on another building is a large skeletal figure skull for a face bottom half of it covered in roiling shadows and massive long clawed hands the bone claw Staring at you from another roof. Uh. Oh geez. And as you lock eyes with it, it raises a bony claw, that points at you. And if it had flesh you can swear it smiles or it drops down into its own shadow and disappears.
1: Uh. Okay, Sigmund drops down, goes to bed.
0: Anything else anyone would like to do for the night?
4: Mm. I'm assuming Sigmund tells us about all this in the morning. Okay. No, I think I'm good.
1: He, right. he comes back. He comes back from his his little scouting trip, and he, he just <clears throat> curls up into his sleeping bag and goes to sleep.
0: All right. Cool. Put down my counters. Mm-hmm. So you gain another long rest, and we will pick up with you guys heading to the sanatorium once again. Next session.
1: <laughs> Yay!
0: Thank you for listening to this episode of Galdercast. This episode featured Dan as Alaric Smiley Grin, Sadie Bennett as Morrigan, Tanya as Crisis the Kobold, Georgia as Panic, Kevin as Sigmund Rackrum, and Sean as Dungeon Master. If you enjoyed the episode, consider leaving us a like, comment, or review, as well as share the episode to help others find our podcast. If you want to know when new episodes come out, you can always follow us on Podbean, Spotify, Google Podcast, Apple Podcast, and Stitcher under Galdercast. You can also find us on Twitter at Goldercast for future episodes and possible channel updates, news, and other notifications. Lastly, we now have show merch. So if you'd like to help support the show, plus get some fun merch, head over to galdercastcreator springcom and keep an eye out as we continue to release more merch in the future. You can find all these links in the description below. Thanks again, and we'll see all you crows in the next episode of our adventure.